I'd like to welcome Jeff Katz, GM of sponsorships at Gum Gum, to the podcast. Gum Gum is a really interesting company that I think you guys are going to dig. It's a tool that uses frame by frame image analysis to measure how much brand exposure sponsors get from broadcasts, social media posts, and replays. Did I get that correct, Jeff? Yeah, thank thank you so much for for having me on the show, Rob. Really appreciate it. Totally, totally uh, excited to be here. So, give us the Cliff Notes version on the problem that Gum Gum solves for either brands or agencies or both. So, we're actually we're solving problems for brands, agencies, and and very importantly, the rights holders. Right, we're talking about teams and and you know leagues that. Uh, that you know own the rights to to uh, these these sporting uh, events that everyone you know loves and essentially what's happening is traditionally broadcast is where people have been getting all the value or perceived value of sponsorships right but as uh, TV is shifting to digital uh, the value of those sponsorships are really shifting significantly over to digital and as such the rights holders are really undervaluing their inventory they're undervaluing their sponsors because they they really don't uh for the most part know how to capture that value and report on the value that's being generated in social media so just to give everybody a quick overview on this i watched a video right before this and you guys gave a great example of a soccer match where all of a sudden you could see the fly emirates logo or the audi logo and then your guys service essentially tracks and measures the exposure in time that each of those logos were on the screen, correct? That's right. And, you know, it's really interesting because, you know, we look at how long was it on the screen, how large uh, was the exposure, uh, you know, was it in the foreground, forefront or the background? And there are all these different ways that you can, you can look at it. And ultimately, at the end of the day, the marketer wants to know, okay, how much value did I get out of, you know, buying that, you know, we call it visible signage as part of, of the sporting event. And when you look at social media, part of the reason why it's so challenging to, to capture the value in social is because, you know, social media was really built on, you know, it's hashtags, it's at, you know, at mentions and other text. But when it comes to sporting events, the subject of the posts are the sport, not the sponsor, Right. So the sponsors are essentially invisible unless you have some way to look inside of the images and, and the videos, um, you're kind of flying blind. And to make it even more complicated, um, you don't now it's not as simple as looking at the, the properties that I own. Let's say I'm, I'm the New York Knicks. I can't just look at my Twitter profile, my Instagram profile. I got to look all over social media at thousands and thousands of images and, and, and videos. And, you know, that's why AI and computer vision is, is, you know, becoming very relevant to solve that problem. So, Jeff, let me ask you a question. Um, how are you quantifying this and putting it into a numbers perspective for your clients? Because obviously a logo that's in the background but still being showed for 30 seconds has a different weighting than something that's in your face for the same amount of time that's right, you know, right in right. front of the camera. How do you report that back other than just like time, exposure, and size? Is there, a, is there sure. an algorithm to this? Yeah, so we use our computer vision algorithms. We crank out, we've got uh, a, a, what we call an MVP score. So uh, it accounts for five different variables that uh, contribute to a score that we give the post, right? So basically a perfect score would mean that 
the the post entirely is dedicated to the sponsor entirely it's the sole subject of it the equivalent would be uh like a commercial on television that's you know completely dedicated to the sponsor that would be a hundred percent you know quality score essentially an mvp score um now what we do is we look at the way that all these different uh variables contribute to that score whether it's the size of the exposure um, what percentage of the exposure is in view, right? Because if it's ob ob obstructed, it, it, it's not as valuable. Um, how clear is it, right? Um, is, is it blurry? Is it hard to read? Is it, you know, crystal clear on an LED screen? You know, and, and these are the types of variables that go into that calculation so that we'll look at what we call the cost equivalent. What would it have cost to buy this exposure on each of the different social media platforms? Usually it's a blend of, you know, what would the cost per engagement be or the cost per thousand CPM? Uh, and then ultimately we come up with a full media value and then we apply the MVP score or a discount uh, to say, well, you know, the full media value was a hundred grand, but given that it wasn't the sole focus of the post, it's, a, it's you know, 20 grand. Right, right. And have you seen anything on one end of the spectrum or the other for your clients where they maybe anticipated that they were getting this astronomical amount of exposure and then you found out they really weren't? Or on the flip side, have you seen it where they thought they were only getting very tiny bits of exposure and then in reality they were actually getting substantially more? Sure. Let me start with a with a brighter picture because that's always fun to to you know tell you a, of a of a nice success story and then we'll go to to some of the the challenges. Mm. Um, you know, there's a client that that we have that had a very or has a very healthy sponsorship business and not not even necessarily a perceived problem. Right, things are good. They're they're a great team. They're they're getting a lot of great exposure. And we did uh, the first report for those guys where we looked at. Uh, social media, and they hadn't seen it before in a, in a real substantive way. And, you know, we had an assumption that at some point social media uh, value would uh, start to rival TV. But this report actually showed that on a game by game basis, they, it, it was pretty close. I mean, one could argue uh, that it, it, in some in some games, it actually surpassed the value created by the TV broadcast. So one of those themes of, you know, TV ratings are plummeting for the NFL or, you know, those different uh, kind of doomsday scenarios. When you in incorporate digital and, and really embrace digital, um, it's not so clear that doomsday is so quickly approaching. That's, I mean, that's very interesting because we're seeing a lot of the same stuff where it's just the people aren't going away. Sports fans aren't going away. They're just shifting in how they're consuming that same thing. So, um, you know, on, on the flip side of that, you know, have you noticed any trends on, you know, are you seeing any trends at scale where you're noticing that, hey, listen, what used to get this many impressions on TV is now shifting to digital or what impressions were on TV based on how many people were watching are actually the attention is shifting onto social, digital, etc. Are you seeing any trends that way that are clear across the board? Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's some element of that. The same way that everyone's talking about the cord cutters, about you know, the uh, and kind of worried about what's happening as as you, you don't have that 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 ability to reach the entire audience through broadcast. And you know, I think it's interesting. Another trend that I'm seeing there's this company that I I I don't know much about them, but I saw them the other day uh, come up in an article called uh, WC Sports, and what they do is they auto-generate video highlights of, of, for sports teams and, and whoever wants to auto-generate video highlights. And they use AI to do that as well. 
right? So they can take uh, highlights of this player and that player, like only frames that contain these players or only dunks and that kind of thing. And so the, the teams are cranking out this, this content at, at a, a, a very fast pace. And it's interesting because when you think about a rights holder, historically, rights holders are very protective of their content, right? And so as this transformation is happening and all this content from the game is getting out there so quickly and being shared and where is it? And so some of the leagues are, are feel uh, perhaps threatened by, by, by this kind of emancipation of content. Other leagues are embracing it. So uh, I, I know the NBA, they, they kind of are looking the other way. They, they, they're embracing it. I mean, you know, if, if uh, House of Highlights on Instagram wants to post uh, some video highlights, you know, and instead of taking the approach of, oh, no, they're stealing our content, actually just the opposite. They're creating value, right? Because these sponsorships, the visible signage are embedded uh, within those videos. So as long as you have a technology like a computer vision uh, technology to be able to pick those up, they're they're generating more value and it's good for the NBA. And furthermore, you're giving all these content creators the ability to use this content, enhance it, create memes, make animations, make it look like NBA Jam, and make it more fun. So it's it's really an exciting time. So this is fascinating because this is something Rob and I talk about all the time, and we talk with clients on you know here at Bold all the time about, which is that. You know, you're putting yourself. Let's let's talk about the NFL, for example, right? Where obviously the Shield wants to protect itself. They've been a little looser on social media policies, but as far as the organizations are concerned, the NFL is pretty tight. So they're looking at it in the sense of, well, you know, it needs to stay on broadcast. And I understand there's all sorts of right holders issues and things like that, right? However, are things like that tight social media policies actually at the detriment of legitimate exposure for both? the leagues for the brands for the teams for the sponsors like are they holding themselves back by having these kind of um you know, have you quantified essentially that like the nfl is actually holding them back where the nba is is taking off because they're getting more free exposure when by allowing social media to just be natural right so l- let me give you one, one example of of the nfl a big win by the nfl something really cool that happened i, I don't know if you saw the dallas cowboys right ezekiel elliott Right, he jumps into the Salvation Army, you know, bucket during a game. It, it was quite a uh, a scandal of sorts, right? And uh, you know, it's interesting that it's rare to have uh, a piece of visible signage, in this case, a prop, so close to the to the field. And just from the first 24 hours or so of exposure that they generated, you know, we estimate 2.68 million dollars just from social media in the first 24 hours. Right? There are other articles that talk about the 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 donations that came from it, uh, and and I think the the over twenty million viewers on t- on TV as well. So um, you know I think that if if they if the NFL were were able to have stories like that more often, um, you can imagine there, there's a lot more value to unlock. And then on the NBA side, I mean I I think their only problem right now is they just need everybody to be able to track um, what the great activity that's happening because I think that they have. They can grow these these partnership revenues, sponsorship revenues, very significantly over time once they start to communicate this value to the partners and account for it. All right, Jeff. So let's look forward to 2017 and beyond. What are you guys hoping to achieve or what sort of growth uh, can we look for from you guys? Well, I mean, I think what's wonderful is that not just on the rights holder or the team side, 
I think on the brand side as well, you know, major brands like Pepsi, Dr. Pepper, like all these guys, you know, they're buying these sponsorships and, and they have a lot of pressure to kind of justify the value, but also to get smarter and, and just have, uh, you know, a data advantage when going and negotiating against uh, their, their competitors, right? So um, I think that uh, you'll see that on both the sponsor side and the rights holder side, um, everybody kind of needs it. I never get a no. It's always just the the details uh, about how we can make it happen. So I think that each of the various leagues, as well as the top at least 400 uh, sponsors in North America, and then of course abroad, European soccer is huge. You know, our our goal is really to to blitz this market and and offer uh, a solution that is very hard to replicate unless you're you're a kind of a technology company as as a as a backbone. So. Um, you know, we're we're pretty excited. Well, it makes a lot of sense, and, and, and it's very interesting to now get some some concrete uh, numbers behind some of the similar trends that we're seeing at you know at a smaller scale. Um, I guess you know as we wrap this up, I'm curious, like what would be your advice to either organizations slash teams or brands when they're when they're talking about doing sponsorships that are potentially visible in this way? What are something that they should think about or look out for? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because the the pricing of the visible signage in a game is is very TV focused, right? Now, to really understand uh when I'm buying this signage, what is the social media value of that signage, right? Am I am I buying it at a premium for TV, but the social media uplift is going to be nominal, right? So, so how do I really stack up the, the visible signage that's going to get me that extra uplift that lives on beyond the broadcast, right? Actually, that's one of, our, one of our taglines. We love to talk about beyond the broadcast and just kind of set that expectation that that's where we, we are. It's not where we're going. We're already there. So, uh, you know, that's kind of my advice for, for you know, anyone in, in this ecosystem, really. I dig all this stuff. Uh, Brian, any last questions for Jeff? Do you think that we're going to continue to – do you think at some point in the next five to eight years we're going to see more people watching broadcast games online digitally than we will on actual you know, cable TV? Yeah, I think that's where we're going. Uh, the question is the how, you know, through exactly what, what methodology – uh, but you're already starting to see many examples of it, uh, you know, where it's it's coming down the pipe. Uh, I think another trend that's really interesting is China. I mean, you look at the the streamers of China; their audience is is huge today, right? So, you know, how are how are these solutions going to also account for for China is a big one. And a little side point, Rob, I'm just admiring the your background you've got over there. You know, I've got I don't even know what what thing this is back here, but I got to I got to up my game based on based on your background there. Oh, yes. This, so this is the baseball card wallpaper, which Brian got to experience. These are all of my common cards that I had as a kid. <laughs> Being a sports fan, I was like, well, why doesn't baseball card wallpaper exist? And what am I going to do with all these cards? So I figured it out and created it. And since we do a lot of uh, live streaming and things like that, it's a perfect backdrop. I love it. I love it. All the power to you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, Jeff, I really appreciate your insights. Uh, if people want to reach out and discover more about what you guys going on, where, where can they connect with you? Just send me a note, jeff at gumgum.com, or just visit our website, gumgum.com. Awesome. Jeff, listen, man, this was really great and some good insights. Thanks so much for uh, jumping on the sports marketing huddle. Awesome. Take care, guys. Tip. 